Hey guys, I'm Dr. Seelan Parekh, the Fantasy Doctor with FantasyDoctors.com NFL Podcast. You guys uh, missed you last week, but our, our competent Dr. Jesse Morris was more than happy to carry the load. Jesse, missed you last week, buddy. I know. I'm, uh, it sounds like you potentially had a good time at your, uh, at your meeting or whatever you had to do. Uh, I was holding down the fort. Uh, another crazy busy week. And the NFL, uh, some very high-scoring games, lots of injuries, probably more than we've had at all season, I think. Uh, and, and it's just uh, another – we're already at week six. Like, this is crazy. It's crazy, huh? Well, luckily tonight we don't have many quarterbacks to talk about. So we're going to lump in our one quarterback with our first set of running backs. So let's talk – you know, unfortunately my Cowboys got uh, beaten, heartbreaking beat. Uh, by the Texans, and Deshaun Watson took a lot of hits. Even though he only had one sack, he had 10 hits, and a lot of those were crushing hits, lending itself to what was concerning to me, potentially a rib fracture. You saw the, the medics and the, and, and the physicians listening to his lungs. I thought there may be a punctured lung that they were worried about. Turns out he just had a chest contusion. So from my perspective, barring any big injury, big hits this week, I think he's fine uh, if this is just a chest contusion. So I don't, I'm not really concerned with him. He ranks number four on our fantasy dose uh, rank list. Uh, any concerns you have for him? No, not from a chest injury. And the only thing they said is the possible punctured lung. Now, if we have a possible punctured lung, that's a different story. But even then, it could be a small pocket and he may be okay. But if it's more than that, it, it'd be quite concerning. Yeah. As far as a generalized chest injury, these are so vague. It could be a rib contusion. It could be a rib fracture. It could be uh, what we call SC joint, uh, where, the, where the sternum meets the uh, collarbone injury. It could be a shoulder injury that technically feels like the chest. It could be a pec injury. So there's so many different things it could be. Right. Well, the good news for Texans fans is that he is certainly running a lot more, which means that his ACL is feeling a lot better. I think you're just going to see him return more and more week to week to the classic Deshaun Watson. Um, and so that's good news for Texans fans. Let's talk about running back. Saquon Barkley, what a scare, right? I mean, he does that really great move into the sideline, uh, into the end zone, and suddenly he, he hyperextends that knee, and we all get worried. Listen, we got – we got burnt last year on Carson Wentz. We didn't think it was much of anything. It turned out to be an ACL tear uh, and a ligament, uh, lateral, calm, uh, lateral, collateral ligament injury. I was worried about an MC, uh, an MC at the very least, maybe an ACL. Um, you hear, yeah, you know, he was fine, and he hasn't needed an MRI. All good things, and and so I think our fears are put to rest. But do you think this has an impact for him this week? Um, maybe only because it's a short week. Um, but in general, the good news is he's, he's young, he's healthy for the most part, uh, and he just looks like a genetic freak like Adrian Peterson where they just they don't really get injured that much, which sounds crazy. But, uh, I mean, maybe – so I, I, I did a video on this, and there's so many different things this could potentially be. This could be a back injury. This could be an ACL. This could be a hip injury. This could be an MCL. So, I mean, I ran through the possibilities. Thankfully, all of them were wrong, at least from what we know. But still, it gets you the idea that this is the number five back in 
all of the NFL in terms of PPR. He is a stud. Their offensive line is awful. They just wave flowers. Right. Eli has looked pretty awful. OBJ's doing what he can, but it, I mean, hell, OBJ's even throwing to to, to Barkley. So I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, so it's like I, I I'm not overly concerned with Barkley. I think you lock and load uh, until they tell us otherwise. It yeah. sounds like he was pra- full practice yesterday and today. Uh, yeah, so, so that makes me believe that he's good to go without any issues. Now you mentioned Adrian Peterson. We're going to stay in the NFC East. Adrian Peterson. Obviously, you know, he's been a stud, hyperextends his knee. And what do you think about, hey, same knee, ACL, did it go? Well, you know what, he, he, he misses sometimes, comes right back in the game. Again, the guy's a stud, just like Saquon Barkley. And then we hear dislocated shoulder. Now, there's some dispute on this, whether it was a true dislocation or what we call a subluxation, where it partially came out. I think it makes a big difference in terms of expectation for him. Subluxation, he should be fine this week. Dislocation, you know, you really need to be concerned about re-dislocating, especially in the first <coughs> month after dislocation. So I think the difference, it becomes very important to hear and to know. Um, my concern level goes up much higher with a dislocation. Do you think this has any bearing for him this week? So I've also heard that it was a possible shoulder strain. So, and that is just a, a simple muscle strain that overly I wouldn't be concerned about. But if it's a shoulder dislocation, I am by far the most concerned. Anterior is significantly more common. I think it's like 85%. It's really high. Um, uh, and, and usually this is just getting driven into the ground, and he landed awkwardly several times. Um, if he does have an anterior dislocation or had one, um, and he does have potential labral uh, injury, presumably because that's most common when you have that, he's going to likely uh, play with a shoulder harness that will limit his – ability to flex and extend so yes it's okay for him running but catching is going to be a lot harder to do that if you're wearing this brace the, the point of the brace is to land prevent on it, you can easily re-dislocate so that becomes oh yeah good. yeah so uh, am i concerned yes uh but i think they don't really have a choice if he's going to play he's going to play i'm personally not going to play him i haven't even looked at his matchup this week but um I just I am not I am not playing him this week because I'm I'm too worried about this this offense between him and and, and Chris Thompson we're going to talk about in a sec but um, overall uh, if he does have a significant shoulder injury I think this is probably going to be his last year in the NFL so he's just got to ride it out if he can because if not it's surgery and season ending. Well, absolutely, and so that brings into Chris Thompson and his the role he'll play and how much how many reps he'll get. He's got some unknown injury. I haven't really heard much clarity on this. Have you gotten any word from any of your contacts? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it looks like a, a possible ankle. It could be so many things. I mean, the guy had a, a pretty significant injury last year. I believe it was a fractured fibula. Uh, so it could be a lot of things. I, I don't know. But he's really dynamic when he's in the game. I think he caught like over eight passes. Uh, they were just not doing well. So it didn't really make much of a difference. But um, he's dynamic when he's in the game. Uh, so we'll, let's just wait to see uh, as it comes up sooner. And the Redskins do have a tough matchup this week, a defense that's been pretty good with the Panthers. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the running backs fare for the Redskins. 49ers Matt Breda had what looked to me uh, from reaction and from the video as at the very least a high ankle sprain, maybe even ankle fracture. We're hearing this is not a high ankle sprain. It's a mild ankle sprain. If that's the case, one to two weeks to return to play. 
if it's a high ankle sprain, four to six weeks, but we're hearing it's not that. Um, in fact, we've heard middle ankle sprain, <laughs> kind of a term we're going to use, so it's kind of strange why that even yeah. gets thrown out there. It, t- it tells me that somebody doesn't really know much about what it's talking about. It's saying something, or it got misquoted. So, um, again, my level of concern is higher if it's a high ankle sprain. Uh, I think in the end, you know, another few weeks, he'll be fine, um, and, and he's proven to be resilient this season so far. The guy's been banged up, I feel like, every week with something different. It's either a knee or a shoulder. or uh, So now, I mean, you know, what is it now? Is it an ankle? Is it a low ankle? And I, and I did a pretty long video about the difference between low, video, low ankles and high ankles and the differentiate between the two. But uh, low ankles, super common, most common injury in sports. 85% of ankle injuries are low ankles. Um, 85% of those are lateral ankle sprains, uh, so, which is, you know, super common. So uh, that's my suspicion is what it is if they're denying that it is a high ankle sprain. I personally don't think he'll be back for a couple of weeks. I think they're going to let him rest it out. He obviously can't stay healthy. He's been banged up with a bunch of different things. I think Alfred Morris and Juszczyk, I think it's how it's pronounced, will take over um, and, and do what they can. And so, you know, let's let's jump to the Jets because they had a uh, – I mean, they put on a clinic this past Ooh. week, you know, both from a running wow. back perspective, from a quarterback perspective. It was pretty amazing to see the Jets come to life. And Isaiah Cromwell had over 200 yards. I think it was 231 to be exact. Has an ankle sprain. Uh, it looked pretty mild in the game. He obviously was able to continue to perform. I have zero concern with them. They're playing the Colts this week. I expect some, something big out of them this week from a running back core that performed last week. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I was. I, I wish I had started him, but I, the problem is you're in like a perfect 50-50 running back by committee. It's like who goes off this week, you know? It's not like you have lightning and thunder where they're completely different backs. Like these guys are kind of similar, and you don't know if one of them is going to go off, if neither of them are going to go off. He didn't really do anything the week before, and then all of a sudden he just goes absolutely bananas. So, like, I'm not overly concerned about the injury, but at the same time, can you depend on him for going this off again? I mean, this is pretty rare. That's a, that's a, that's a monster day. Yeah, I don't think he'll necessarily go as high. I mean, I think it would be pretty surprising for him to put in another 200 yards, but I do think – you know, uh, I do with the Colts defense not doing that great. I do think that he actually has a ch- shot to hit at least 100 over or one, maybe even 150. All right, so that wraps up our first episode of the cor- uh, of the quarterback and the running backs. Uh, make sure you, you listeners, you, you listen to our second and third podcast and episodes for running back for week six. Um, check out our Fantasy Dose website where we give you all of these analytics that are unbiased without any objectivity. It's all uh, without any subject, it's all objective data, and we give you insight into the performance of these players. And uh, and Jess, if you want to tell our, our fans where they can find us. Yeah, so uh, a bunch of different options. I mean, you can easiest place is going to be on Twitter, but, uh, you know, uh, either the Fantasy DRS, uh, Celine's uh, name tag or mine, or uh, the Fantasy Doctors has all of, of the videos uh, linked all of the audio podcasts, linked all of the updated articles and, and brief comments about players. It has a uh, medical library you can check out. Uh, you know, check out our, this podcast. Subscribe to it if you're listening on iTunes or, or one of the other mediums. Uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, you know, uh, click subscribe and click the bell. Uh, pretty much everything will be funneled through the Fantasy Doctors 
um, uh, um, YouTube page now as I'm going to kind of move most of my stuff over there. So uh, good luck uh, with uh, kind of finding all of that. There's a bunch of different data um, and you can just kind of check out things as they, uh, as they pop up and check it periodically and, and you'll, we'll be able to provide you insight to uh, everything that pops up that's important in, in terms of uh, fantasy football right now. Awesome guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.